And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the planet, we are Red Eye Radio. Good morning. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. I said good morning, didn't I already? Good morning a second time and a third time. Well, listen, it's a very good morning. <laughs> what a week we've had. Yes. Uh, we uh, we uh, started out with uh, Taylor Swift, ending up with Taylor Swift, apparently still. So it's... <laughs> it's a Taylor Swift world. We're with, just with the privileged to be in it. With a Kaepernick thrown in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> that he may be moving to Canada. Yeah. I, 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 and that, by the way. That's breaking news. That's not a threat. Like, I'm leaving this country. No. No. It's like he may be playing Canadian football. Now, yes. I don't know if he would live there i would guess he would have at least an apartment the biggest story in football outside of miami against buffalo this weekend Uh is the canadian football league may be interested in colin kaepernick now yeah he's a marxist here's what we're wondering he's a marxist they've never shown interest before the canadian football league until a day and a half after the Canadian Parliament gave a standing ovation to a Nazi. He may get a standing ovation that never ends. By the way, when I do stuff like that, I feel like I'm a Democrat trying to compare one one thing to another. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> well, just saying using the word Nazi these days makes you feel like a Democrat. <laughs> He's a Nazi! Except when we were pointing to the actual Nazi that they gave the standing ovation to, we were actually correct. He was literally a Nazi. And and the the speaker resigned because he didn't bet the Nazi. And Jordan Peterson is the Nazi. And Jordan Peterson's the problem. (laughs) Oh, but that came out from Canada. That was okay this week. Mm, What? The transgender... uh, uh, polling that came out. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. It may be larger than in the United States, the anti-radical transgender movement, because it was like 67%. Mm-hmm. It was huge. 
in Canada. Well, they probably had enough because they've been, you know, they've they've actually gone, you know, more further than we have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when it right. comes to, you know, the pronoun, enforcing pronouns mm-hmm. and jailing people. They've actually jailed people who would not agree to use the proper pronouns. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, maybe there's maybe the pushback is uh, is uh, is greater there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the latest is there's a 45 day window now for the B.C. Lions to negotiate with Colin Kaepernick. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed, bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CPREDEYE, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. So does that window mean an exclusive that he has to? He can only talk to the team, or what does the forty-five day thing mean? Do we know? I have no idea. It's just—is that how long a month is in Canada? Well, he well here's because here, here. <laughs> the field so is the field's longer, right? So <laughs> the. <laughs> Well, Thanksgiving's coming up, what, in the next week or two? <laughs> Canadian Thanksgiving's right around the corner. Oh. Um, you know, by the way, I can do this because my family comes, my the, the McNamara side comes from Canada. Well, and I can do and, this because I don't like Canadians. And, and the Halliburton. <laughs> hey! Oh, it's only, listen, I only say it because it's true. <laughs> Canadians have we a sense of humor. We love Canadians. Canadians have a sense of humor. Yeah, we yes. get some great calls. Well, we no, we, we at least like Alberta. I think I think that was clear that I was only implying <laughs> Alberta, <laughs> the Texas of Canada, <laughs> not the Nazi lovers, the good people of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. We only lo- we like the good people of Canada, not the Nazis <laughs> not that the your Nazi- parliament cheers for. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm sure every Canadian that's listening right now recognizes the enjoyment we have that Canada, for a little bit, is the center of attention this week. Yeah, right. It's not, it's not good attention. <laughs> but you understand it. You know why it's happening. <laughs> wow. I don't know if the negotiations have to do with the fact that he's American. Because you have to have you you have to have a certain number of... Canadian football players in the 
in the CFL. Okay. So. All right. And so they may be, they're discriminating against Kaepernick. <laughs> because of his because, nationality? Because of his nationality. Oh, <laughs> that's going to be a problem when they decide not to bring him on to the football team. The negotiations are probably, now you are, we know we need to ask you this, and you need to sign here on the dotted line. Mm-hmm. We need to know that you will stand for the Canadian National Anthem even though Parliament gave a standing ovation to a Nazi. Yeah. And he would simply say, well, look, I'm a Marxist. I'm a Marxist. I'm more communist. So we communists hate Nazis. And they can get into that discussion. And we'll send send that discussion. You can have that one on Canadian talk radio. Should we favor the Marxist communist or the Nazi? Maybe that's why they're talking to him. (laughs) To recover... (laughs) <laughs> from the whole we cheered for a nazi, nazi. thing right <laughs> we're gonna go find the enemies of nazis where's a marxist communist where's kaepernick let's get him up here let's bring him in hey would you want to become a canadian citizen <laughs> you know for those of you who don't think the talk radio can be fun <laughs> yeah you don't know what you're missing <laughs> I don't like that talk radio. They're always ah, angry. Ah. There's never anything entertaining to talk about. Oh, yeah, there is. Oh, yeah, there is. Sometimes there's a sliver. I mean, who'd have thought going back to 2017? You know, in 2023, we'll still be laughing about the Kaepernick thing. Oh, you see? Here we are. Oh, speaking hmm? of football. Yeah. Did you see that the USFL and the XFL have merged together? The two mm. minor leagues, you know, the yeah, the XFL, which actually has, uh, I, and they actually, you know, that was uh, the one, The Rock. Okay. Has the XFL. The USFL is owned by Fox. They're, okay. They're the ones that just played in a couple of stadiums. And even last year, they had nobody in the stadiums. Yeah. I mean, there were times where you wondered if anybody paid for a ticket to the USFL. XFL drew some, they, they drew some pretty decent crowds. Hmm. You know, and they, now they've merged. They've merged. Right. Who, and now who they, owns who? That, there's we no, no word, nothing. Nobody has, they, they, they haven't released anything except for the fact that they announced that they merged. I, I actually would watch occasionally. I didn't watch any of the XFL at all, hmm. but I would occasionally watch a USFL just to see, because I, I would watch it long enough to see if a camera actually so showed the grandstands to see yeah, how many right. people yeah. were in there. It's like, wow, they're playing to nobody. And that isn't about football or mocking at all. I want to make that clear. Just an I interest was, in, in who is might be uh, watching or if anybody's watching. No, for me, it was the business model. If nobody's in the stands, what's yeah. your business model? What's right. your, you know, when you look at it, you're, you're looking for some type of progressive growth. Well, apparently it wasn't there. Otherwise, you wouldn't have the merger. Now, why the XFL did it, I don't know. I don't know the finances behind the XFL. But minor mm. leagues and football are just, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know whether it's because you need so many players on it. I don't know. You know, they cut back the minor leagues of baseball cut back. You know, pretty, uh, pretty much here after COVID. Mm. There's a lot fewer minor league teams. But they do have a they do have a a healthy farm system. 
the National Hockey League. You think about the National Hockey League with the American Hockey League. Mm-hmm. And the, that's the interesting thing. Football, with all the massive amounts of money that dwarfs any other sport out there, really doesn't have and has never had a consistently long minor league system to draw from. Hockey, which you could probably say, if you look at it from the United States perspective, uh, and maybe, I don't know, even Canada compared to, for example, an NBA team like the Raptors, I don't know. I, But in the United States, they are definitely third. Yeah, uh, yeah. Excuse me, fourth. You would have Major League, Major League uh, uh, Football, or you had the National Football League, mm-hmm. Major League Baseball, the NBA, and then probably hockey. But you think about the ho- the hockey has had, you know, the minor league teams in hockey are all over the country. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. That the least popular sport probably has had the longest and some of the healthiest, you know, uh, minor league systems. Not that Major League Baseball mm-hmm. hasn't, mm-hmm. but why haven't you ever had it for the NFL? Injuries? Are the injuries too exp- You know, do, does that cost? What Maybe. is it? Or is there just no interest? Uh, or, or is it because college and high school you don't need a minor league in football? No, I think that's that's it. Probably, if there were any one thing, it would be that right. you've got enough between high school football, college, yeah, and how many nights a week the NFL is on the air now. <laughs> Oh, they played Tuesday. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> Thursday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, or they're Thursday. not on the air. Uh, Saturday, I guess, unless it's well, playoff. No, because no, you have Saturday games starting when when college football takes that break between mm. December and uh, the you know the the, uh, the the playoffs. Yeah, uh, they have that break, and then the mm. uh, NFL plays Saturday games. Then mm. and then during, the, but the regular season, it's 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 Thursday, Sunday, Monday. And Sunday, there are and, like and, and 1,400 Sun- games. And Sunday night. Uh, Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, Sunday right. starts, pregame starts at 3 a.m. And last week, they had two Monday night football games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you you, kinda, you get your fill. <clears throat> yeah. So, 45 days to deal negotiations with Kaepernick. I don't even know if he's... The stories didn't even say whether he was interested or not. Right. And the it's, XFL, um, uh, this merger thing with USFL and XFL... Is the in, they've announced their intention, the intention to merge, right. which is a is tech is a technical term. They have to get approval from regulators who want to make sure it's not a monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you controlling all this now. This massive amount of wealth and whatnot. You know, yeah. I, I've, I haven't studied a lot. You and I talked about it, but just at a very surface level yesterday, and we never got to it. We probably will, but just a couple of minute, uh, seconds on it. The whole Amazon monopoly thing, which I still don't well, see yet where they're going legally. Okay, because, you know, what you have is uh, essentially lawmakers and officials saying, uh, you guys at Amazon set out to do something and you did it successfully. And you're killing your competitors. First of all, if you want to say monopoly, I don't see that at all. Uh, in terms of what's going on right now, especially with Walmart, you only have to go to the annual meeting at Walmart mm. to know what they're doing to compete with who they see now as their main competitor, and that's Amazon. And you see this with 
CVS now is getting more into the e-commerce game uh, as they're closing a ton of stores, but they're also going to be focusing on more on their e-commerce. And, you know, there are a number of things there that, that I, that raise some questions about, again, what constitutes a monopoly because they're the biggest because they're so gigantic. We'll, we'll talk more because a couple of questions, and that's the one thing I've never, I, I will be absolutely upfront about it. There's a lot of things I've learned and I, I know about. Mm. I still haven't figured out the legalities of a monopoly yet and how, how they. Well, because, again, how, a how political term a is not the same as a legal term. term. So when you're going after them legally, so what do you do? Well, break break them up. You You need to, Bezos needs to allow other retailers to use his distribution system that he invested in all along. It's he built it. Right. You know, uh, so now they need to get, or is this just about the small Amazon, smaller Amazon sellers who say they're being forced into doing this or that? Okay. Did you get an advantage from participating in that system? Yeah, a couple more things we'll say talk about it, but I still there's a couple other things I really don't understand either. How the Democrats can say the border is secure, I'm still befuddled on exactly that, on uh, on on that one completely, and mm-hmm. how the Republicans are only trying to go after Joe Biden because he loves his son. Those are some of the other questions that I have that I don't fully understand. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's not just a monopoly. Eight six six ninety Red Eye. This morning's USDA Farm Report is brought to you by House Products, tested, trusted guaranteed since 1920. It is the first pilot project announced within the Agriculture Department's Agricultural Science Center for Excellence and Diet, a said for better health. Our pilot hub that's going to be in partnership between the Department of Agriculture, the Agriculture Research Service, the National Institute of Food and Agriculture, and Southern University in Louisiana. Undersecretary for Research, Education, and Economics, Shavada Jacobs-Young, in Louisiana Thursday, announcing the launch of the new Nutrition Hub. Which will go into a community, working on the ground with a trusted partner, and reaching the people. With research information and solutions for improved food and nutrition security particularly within underserved communities and populations. Since Ascend for Better Health's establishment, community engagement has been conducted to better understand nutrition needs for specific communities. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report brought to you by Cenex Fuels and Loops. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara. You see one of the complaints about the uh, Federal Trade Commission and the 175-page thing that they came out talking about uh, Amazon being a monopoly. Mm-hmm. So much of it's redacted. Yeah, right. One of the biggest complaints, it's like, wow, they're redacted. <laughs> yeah. Let me which... see the headline here from, I think it was American Prospect. Mm. The redacted case against Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and... Well, and, and that's it. Look, uh uh, uh, clearly, Jeff Bezos and I don't see eye to eye on a number of things, but 
Let's talk about the system itself. Let's talk about the company itself that he sets up. What is driving what he's doing? It's the demand. And if you're, if the FTC is saying, well, we have a problem because you're controlling market share. Well, any companies can come in and say, Walmart actually has done a lot recently in saying, hey, we can also get you things. Now, this is in a, we live in a major metro area, uh, but they, they can do this in major metro areas where they can get things delivered that are on the store shelves. So they don't, they don't have to have a warehouse. They have somebody deliver it right there, you know, mm-hmm. and you can get that if you've got your Walmart Plus uh, membership. You can get some of that stuff delivered even for free. There's no deliver delivery charge on it. And, you know, these are the things that drive a marketplace. These are the things that drive market share. When Jeff Bezos invested in these massive, massive jumbo cargo planes, everybody knew he was serious. Because basically at that point, he was telling Fred Smith over at FedEx, I don't need you. I can do this with some help from uh, I'm setting up my own delivery infrastructure, creating new businesses there with the local uh, last mile deliveries and, and some of the uh, people that own those those fleets of vans. Uh, then on top of that, you know, you can still partner with UPS and individuals in a big, big way. So it was very clear that he was setting this up to meet demand and compete with Walmart and, and other major retailers. But that doesn't constitute a monopoly, in my opinion. I don't see this, and I don't see the case for it. So I guess we'll see how far it goes with the FTC. The Bonus Show. It's Friday Radio. He is Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara. All right. The polling is out. Likely Republican voters think Florida Governor Ron DeSantis had the best performance in the second Republican debate. Okay. Uh, the poll conducted by the Washington Post asked 2,200 likely voters in the Republican primary to grade each candidate's performance during the debate. Uh, when polled following the debate, 33% of respondents thought DeSantis performed the best during the debate, followed by Haley at 18%, Ramaswamy at 15%, uh, 24% of people polled thought former uh, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie perform the worst. Hey, I would agree with that. And I, I wasn't even polled. <laughs> Quack. Uh that's the Donald for the Donald Duck. They'll thing. be calling you Donald Duck. Huh? How'd you like that? Huh? Huh? I came up with that. On my own. Duck. Yeah, no, no self, Get it? No self-awareness really Get it? there at all. Duck. Uh, 
Wow. You know, so uh, so there you uh, you uh, you have it. Thirty three percent thought uh, uh, Christie uh, won. Uh, excuse me, thought that DeSantis won. Eighteen percent uh, Haley, uh, Ramaswamy fifteen percent, eighty seven percent Trump. Because that's the real number. <laughs> Who's leading in the poll overall? So what they're saying is, aside from the person who's leading in all the polls, <sighs> you ready for this? No. A couple of other uh, stories here. Uh, a bipartisan group of five lawmakers are sending a letter Friday urging the Biden administration to fully enforce laws preventing goods manufactured with forced labor from entering American ports. The uh, uh, lawmakers, led by Representative Carol Miller of West Virginia, who are all members of the House Ways and Means Committee, penned this letter to Customs and Border Protection. They urged them to ensure full enforcement of the 2021 Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act, especially if it pertains to the billion-dollar solar industry, citing information showing his agency may be falling short of the labor laws requirements. Oh. So this is, again, uh, Biden and China because of what we've been doing. The Biden administration is making it easier for China to produce and cheaper for China to produce solar panels. But they're also using forced slave labor to do so. Right. And as they write here, this is bipartisan. You have Democrats on this. In the name of climate change, the Biden administration is surrendering the United States to the CCP by allowing solar panels panels manufactured with Chinese polysilicon to avoid detection. They are encouraging Uyghur forced labor, distorting the market and killing American jobs. Well, we've been telling you this all along. Hey, UAW, are you listening? Look, why would China get favoritism with this administration? I, I don't know what that could be. Maybe only that the, this, the, the president loves his son. Loves. And they support love. China is love. China is love. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so bad. Forced labor is love. Forced labor. Slavery is love. I mean. Wait, wait a minute. Where's Kaepernick? Well, <laughs> let me find Kaepernick. We're, we're all looking at this, you know, with our everyday eyes. It just seems like everybody in the in the belt inside the beltway, they have to go so far out of the way. So far out of the way, you know, to, to stay on agenda. It's pretty simple. Is it me? Is it me? I mean, how could China be getting away with this? And how could this administration not see it? What would they be blinded by? Mountains of money. 
I just love it because the whole love thing that that, by the way, we were on first, but, but and we said the Democrats probably would continue pounding it yep. as they did yep. yesterday, yep. which a number have said that the only thing that Biden is guilty of is loving his son. We must well end with this one. There's another article. Democrats new Hunter Biden talking point. It's not new. Biden only guilty of being a loving father. Fox, where have you been? Yeah, that's not new. This isn't new. Come on. Jeez. What, is everybody at Fox, uh, you know, celebrating something else about Hillary Clinton or what? What's going on here? We were a lot more Fox people besides Dana Perino Secretary of State talking about the outstanding Hillary Clinton and what a great job she's uh, she has been and what a service she's done to this country. Start paying attention to the news. That's not a new talking point, Fox. We didn't mean to make our conservative audience nauseous before breakfast, by the way. Well, come on. Democrats, new Hunter Biden talking point. It's an old talking point. Mm -hmm. No, I mean the comments on Hillary. Oh, oh, okay. okay. We didn't say it. We're mocking somebody at Fox News who said it. Was it Dana Perino? Yeah. Who reportedly went to an event and then introduced Hillary. Introduced Hillary. What an amazing woman she is. It's like, wow. Okay. Now, is that somebody, think about it, no self-awareness of what her job is or who her audience is? Or does she care? Doesn't care. It's like, you know, you get, you know, that's why I like, I, that's why I like the fact that we're in Texas. I don't like being in the belt. I wouldn't want to be in the beltway. And oh, you and I talked no. about it before when you're yeah. in the, when you're in the beltway and you hang around with beltway people and you talk beltway things. Well, you know, it, you know, it's almost, it's almost like when I, I remember, I can't remember who it was a Republican congressman. May, maybe it was Fred Grandy who said it. Hmm. Because mm-hmm. I had met him when I had worked at our affiliate WROK. Then I met him again when, when Grandy worked at WMAL mm. as a talk show host. Right. And I it might have been Fred Grandy that, that told me, it doesn't matter whether you're Republican or Democrat. You know, we talk about the populism of the Republican Party right now. Well, we can be better central planners, you uh-huh. know, or right. Josh Hawley. Well, no, uh, Republicans should think about we need to care about the people. So we need to control uh, the cost of capital. So we should put a a cap on credit card interest rate. Mm-hmm. Well, you shouldn't. No, no, no. Or, you know, whether Trump talking about a 10 percent tariff of all goods, uh, you know, coming into the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the country, things like that, where we know how to manipulate or Trump promoting uh, you know, subsidies for ethanol or Trump promoting the Lordstown electric right. vehicle plant. Right. I mean, these are which got government subsidies. Well, I'm supporting the right government subsidies. Uh-huh. to be, No, get out. Yep. I don't care whether you're Trump. I don't care who you are. I don't care whether you're Josh Hawley. I don't care who you are. Get out of it. Leave the private sector alone. Yep. That's high. And, and Republicans are going in that, you know, in that direction uh, uh, now, but as I think it was Grandy who told me that once you get up here, you realize that everybody calls their congressman to solve their problem. And so you get the feeling that you're up there to solve people's problems. Right. And you sol- how do you solve people's problems when you're in the federal government? More money. Mm-hmm. And so it, I believe it was him who said, so it doesn't matter. The pressure is there whether you're a Republican 
or a Democrat because that's what the people that are calling your office are wanting. Mm -hmm. Money. Yep. And if that's the situation and that's the most pressure, you can't be surprised when the government moves in that direction. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, all the major things really are about money. I go back to the uh, wall that would have cost $25 billion. That's like nothing. And it it really is, if you look at where we are, what the landscape is politically. There and, and people have said this for years, but I mean, on a number of things, Republicans want to do. It, it's all about what type of government control, what type of government involvement you're going to have. Mm-hmm. Well, the Republican Party needs to back away from that. Yeah, they, and they're not. They're moving in the opposite direction. Exactly. But the, the story here, Democrats... Uh, uh, you know, a Democrat's new Hunter Biden talking point. It's not a new one. They're just emphasizing it again. Biden only guilty of being a loving father. House Democrats are now claiming Joe Biden is actually guilty, but of just loving his son Hunter. The House Oversight Committee held an impeachment inquiry Thursday, blah, 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 blah. Democrat Representative Maxwell Frost and Jasmine Crockett uh, fumed at House Republicans during their five-minute remarks, attempting to argue the president is innocent on the basis that he is just a father mm-hmm. and then they go through the quotes that they made we played those quotes uh on the uh, the air but uh i they don't in here talk about the fact of did republicans respond like we would have okay so he's only guilty of being a father what did he do right if you're saying the de- republicans are going after him because what do you say he did out of love yeah, what did he do that republicans believe they have something on right and the only thing that we can come to is the fact because we thought, well, wait a minute, uh, you know, did uh, Biden love his son by saying we're forcing you into rehab? Well, then where are Republicans using that in order to make this case that the impeachment inquiry is legit? The only thing we could think is Democrats are thinking, oh, no, 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 no. This justifies Hunter saying that he gave his father half his money and was ticked off at doing it. Therefore, his father must have taken half the money yeah. in order that Hunter couldn't buy more crack or prostitutes. Right. We're waiting for that goalpost now to move. He did it so, out of love. So he enriched himself out of love for his son so his son would not destroy his life. Otherwise, we have no idea what that even means. Right. And the GOP should force them on it. Yeah. What are you saying he did out of love? Yeah, exactly. Because you can have a blast with that one. Oh, yeah. And you can, and the thing is, that is, you can do that in a mocking form, which is extremely, is an extremely marketable way, an extremely great way to communicate your message to the other side. And stay, instead of saying the word BS, mm-hmm. mock them. Yeah. I mean, mock them, but the mocking shows the lack of substance to their argument. Right. That's why you're doing it. Yep. You destroy it very quickly. 86690 Red Eye. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara.
It's Running Radio. He is Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. So here's one. Look at this here. Former Obama aide Steve Ratner told NBC News in an interview that President Biden bowed to progressives by joining the auto workers in their picket line and said the decision was outrageous. This is Obama. <clears throat> you know, you notice the Republicans aren't saying it. I think the Republicans look at it and go, and maybe this is where Ratner's really coming from. Mm. Everywhere he goes, it's not good. Right. Because for him uh, to be going on the picket line is outrageous. There's no precedent for it. The tradition of the president is to stay neutral in these things. I get the politics. The progressives all said, uh, we don't want a mediator. We want an advocate. And he bowed to the progressives. And now he's going out there to put his thumb on the scale. And it's wrong. Ratner, who headed former President Obama's auto industry task force, told NBC. Wow. <laughs> whoa. I know. It's like, whoa. I mean, we could see it. But for someone, a former person who was part of the Obama, you know, uh, a, a task force in this regard, but also talking to NBC. This was wrong for him to do that. You're tipping the scales. Interesting thing. You have a former Obama aide saying, well, he's a political activist. Right. And he shouldn't be in this case. It's like, and the, and, but the progressives all love it. They want him to be an advocate. Of course they do. Of course they do. Yeah. Look, times have changed since the <laughs> Obama years. You know, it, you don't boil that frog slowly anymore. And where you oh, get oh. out there on the picket line. Oh, and, and you told me you said that somewhere somebody wrote the column that how come the Republicans aren't screaming about Menendez? Right. And the Democrats want him to resign. Yeah, it was actually at uh, National Review. It was a National Review. Yeah. yeah. Why, why are the oh. Why are the Republicans not? Well, because they don't need to. They don't need to. That's Let the Democrats do it. And they're doing it loudly. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? (laughs) You pay me more. Jeff Smith teaches on the sliding scale. (laughs) Those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.